God bless America. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This episode is titled Voting Rights and Critical Race Theory. And for this episode, like the title says, I'll be discussing voting rights, critical race theory. I'll also be discussing President Joe Biden meeting with Pope Francis for the first time during his presidency. I'll also be talking about what 71% of Americans are saying about the direction of the country. As well as much more. I got, I got a few other things I want to get off my chest. But before I start, I hope you all are doing well. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless your friends. Hope everyone is in good spirits. Thank you so much for, for listening to the last episode. Last episode, I discussed uh, Dave Chappelle and, and his his special, The Closure, and, and the reaction that he was getting. So thank you guys for listening to that. So let's get started. Let's get started. I want to start off with what what 71% of Americans are saying. This is, this is an article on, on Newsweek.com. It, it reads, 71% of Americans say U.S. is going in the wrong direction as Biden's job ratings dip. President Joe Biden's approval ratings continue to decline as 71% of Americans believe the United States is on the wrong track, according to the latest polls released Sunday. The study found that 42% of respondents approve of Joe Biden's performance, while 54% disapproved. This marks the first time an NBC poll has reported that Biden has underwater approval ratings since his election as president. I'm not surprised. And I don't think anyone should be surprised. As I focus on, on, on this article, I also want to bring up other uh, controversial topics surrounding voting. You know, conservatives are pushing for voter IDs and liberals are, you know, looking to expand the, the right to vote in this country. I want to discuss both in respects to 71% of Americans believing the country is going in the wrong direction. Understand, the election of Joe Biden was not the result of President Donald Trump doing a bad job. He was elected because a, a portion of the country disliked what he was doing. It's that portion had, had a lot of influence and they, they, they mobilized and, and they worked to get him out of office. They attacked him for all four years that he was in office. They, they attempted to discredit everything that he was doing. And they, they pushed the idea that he was doing a, a bad thing when it was actually the, the complete opposite. The economy was booming. People were working. America was on its way up. The pandemic, the China virus slowed that down a bit, slowed that down a lot. But as president, whether, he, whether you liked him or not, he was doing a good job in his role as commander in chief. Understand, you don't have to like the president. He just has to do a good job. And he has to do what's what's good for the country as a whole, not just for, for one specific community, not just for black people, not just for, for whites, not just for Asians, but for the entire country. That's the job of the president, is to make sure that the country is doing well as a whole, as well as everyone living in the country. So 
the idea that that he was doing a bad job was a false flag it it wasn't it wasn't true he wasn't a bad president you may have not liked him but he wasn't a bad president so the people who opposed him selected joe biden who i knew from the from the beginning he was past his prime I would have supported his presidency in 2016. It's, it was following President Obama. The country was in a certain, on a certain uh, level, and he could, he could have continued the work. Doesn't mean it was going to be good for the country or not, but it would have made more sense in 2016. And I would have supported him. However, when President Donald Trump, when Donald Trump entered the race in 2016, he presented a new way for America, and it worked. He, he worked to restore America's greatness. He, he presented a, a, an idea. It wasn't a new idea. We, we've heard it make America great again. But he presented it, and he made it work. He sold it. He sold it all across the board, and it worked. The people who did not like him, you know, as you can see, are, are the ones that are silent now as the country is, is going in the wrong direction. It's the CNN pundits. It's, it's the celebrities who don't like who did not like Donald Trump because he was a celebrity who who surpassed them in terms of relevancy. It was those type of people. So they decided to side with, with Biden. They're all silent now. They misled a large number of Americans. One person that sticks out and is is 50 cent 50 cent knew as 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 a as a money man that joe biden wasn't right for the job because he was going to tax the rich a lot and the rich are you know they're rich they're powerful they provide a lot of jobs to people if you go after their money they're not going to willingly give it up they're going to they're going to make changes they're going to make adjustments in order to preserve what they have and it's going to affect the country you know, it's it's pretty obvious, right? But I don't think uh, the Democrats understood that. And the irony of it all is he was planning to raise taxes on people who were openly endorsing him. You know, Hollywood. The celebrities. The people that were encouraging voters to, 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 to not support Donald Trump. They were the loudest voices, the folks on CNN, those guys. They were going to be affected by it. But 50 Cent knew that it wasn't the best idea, and he spoke out. But when he spoke out, you know, some of his celebrity friends tried to, to steer him away from what he was saying, even though what he was saying was true. Ari from from MSNBC, Chelsea Handler, which was which was something that was 
extremely disrespectful to 50 Cent's girlfriend, who, who's a black woman. She, she just completely entered uh, his space, you know, digitally and forced him to backtrack as if she had some, some authority over, over what he said. And surprisingly, he, 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 did, he did back down. But he backed down, and as soon as Joe Biden was elected, he moved to Texas. As he, he backed down, I'm sure a lot of people adjusted their, their, their view and, and saw where 50 Cent was going and decided to, 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 to support Biden. But as soon as he was elected, he moved to Texas, where a, a lot of people are going today. You know, the people with money are either going to Texas or to Florida. I still remember that. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. I, I think of Buffy Combs as well, who lives in, in Florida. And he, he was one of the other people who, who was very outspoken. And, you know, where he, he doesn't live in New York. He doesn't live in, 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 a, in, in one of the, the states with the largest taxes. But now we see, we see that what was sold wasn't good. Joe Biden is not the guy. 71% of Americans believe that. My issue is most of these people did not vote with common sense. They did not vote with reason and logic. They voted on emotion. And a large number of people that voted had no idea what they were doing. Had no idea. It, it, as I'm reading that, that, that article, I said to myself, people need to be better educated on, on, on elections. They need to be better educated on politics. When I made the decision to go from independent to Republican, I spent a great deal of time researching the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, and a good amount of time studying myself, you know, my goals, my ambitions, myself as a person, my characteristics, and what I wanted to see in the country. I spent a great deal of time doing that. I knew that I wanted to be able to vote in primaries as an independent. You can't do that. I knew I wanted to, to, you know, do my civic duty and participate in the election process. So I, I, I studied, I made time to understand both sides and I wanted to see what was best for me. Ultimately I, I ended up registering as, as a Republican. I was familiar with the democratic party. I, have a lot of friends and mentors who are, you know, involved in politics at, in, a, in a way and are, are Democrats. But when I, when I followed all of that, I saw it, 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 there wasn't really much that was beneficial to me, which is why I made the change. I think a lot of people who opposed Trump did not do that work. They don't really have any understanding of politics. They just think Democrat, Democrat is good, and they vote Democrat. 
not knowing how, how it ne- negatively impacts them. And, and I'll explain that. I'll go in depth on that later when I talk about critical race theory. Okay. And I think that's what that's what helped Joe Biden get the mo- get more votes than Obama. He brags about that. He says he, he you know he got more votes than Obama, but he wasn't really the guy. And a lot of people that voted Trump out are going to regret that. They're going to see. They're going to see what they're seeing now is how much Trump really loved the country, and how he was not racist. He was not homophobic. He was not sexist. All of the things that he was not xenophobic, all of the things that all of the titles, the negative things they threw on him were not true. They were just used as a way to to get people to not like him. But you can see now that it wasn't true. He really did love the country and he wanted the best for the country. I mean, he was imposing tariffs on China. All of that is beneficial to the to the country war. As opposed to what Joe Biden is doing. He's taxing rich Americans who are in part are, are going to raise their prices. And, you know, what well, we see now, we see inflation, we see everything, everything is going up. That's not, that's not just happening because of, because of the pandemic. No, there's, there's this sort of rebellion going on. You want to, you want to tax us some more? Well, we're going to fight back. Quiet as it's kept, but that's what it is. So 71% of Americans that see it, um, of course, it's a mix of conservatives and liberals, Democrats and Republicans. But I do I do see that a large number of Democrats know that they, they made the wrong choice. And a lot of people who had not voted and decided to vote for the first time during uh, the, 20, the 2020 elections now know that they need needed to be better educated. Not just based off of what the media was telling them or celebrity friends were telling them. That they needed to be better educated on politics. They needed to be better educated on the election process. They needed to be better educated on the power the president has. All of that stuff. Because we see the consequences now. Based off my, you know, the efforts that I made, I knew everything that was coming and I knew that it wasn't good. You know, and, and, and I posted about it online. I, I, I expressed it as much as I, c- I could. But I noticed I saw that a large majority were against what I saw. And I was right and they were wrong. It wasn't because uh, I'm Republican and, and I was pro-Trump. It was a lot of a lot of it was just common sense. You know, I'm not only voting for myself, but I'm thinking about what's good for the country. What's good for America. Okay, and I, I think people need to need to learn that. A lot of people need to understand that. I think going forward, that's what we we're gonna see when it comes to the election process. Of course, I hope the people that voted against Trump take the time to actually learn what they're doing when they go out to vote. Also, check the credibility of all those folks that were encouraging to vote for Joe Biden. You know, the Don Lemons, the Angela Rice, the Ari on MSNBC, you know, all of the folks that were so anti-Trump and were using their platforms to speak out against them. All of those folks no longer have credibility. 
because there was they were pushing something that was that was a lie. You know, and I look I look specifically at at you know black leadership because I knew what they were pushing was wrong. Of course, their voices are, are, are stronger and, and they're a bit more influential. But I knew what they were pushing was wrong, and I I knew they knew what they were pushing was wrong. They don't have credibility anymore. When you see that, you know you have to point fingers. You said such and such. You know, I remember Puffy Combs said that. He wasn't voting for Biden, but he was voting for Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris now, at the time of this recording, is more disliked than Vice President Cheney, Vice President Biden, Vice President Gore, Vice President Pence. She's more disliked, understand this, more disliked than Vice President Cheney. This is a guy that that liberals despised. You know, he was the one that they were saying he he's the real president. Bush doesn't know what he's doing. She's more disliked than Dick Cheney. But there are folks that were pushing for her. They were saying, she, you know, she, you get her in office and she's not really doing the job I spoke about her in the past I spoke about her her interview on BT and you want her to do well you know I, I I want the administration to do well but they're not the right people they're really not the right people to be leading the country you know and we see it and you got, you got to hold a lot of those black leaders accountable they misled a lot of people and they push that they push that you're an Uncle Tom if you support um, Donald Trump. What's amazing is when Donald Trump was speaking, the amount of people, of black people that were in his space, the amount of black people that he worked with compared to Joe Biden. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe talking about the popularity of Joe Biden and the discredibility. You know, the, uh, a lot of people have lost credibility. CNN's ratings are in the toilet. MSNBC is not doing so well. Fox News has not only the best primetime show, the highest rated primetime show, but they also have the highest rated late night show. It tells you a lot. It tells you a lot. One, it tells it tells you just what's in the hearts of most Americans, and how there a lot of people are not are not thinking logically. Just to see how how that shift happened, but it also shows you that a lot a lot of folks are lying. A lot of folks are lying. What can Joe Biden do to change things? It's only been a year. Well, for one, has to he has to be a bit stronger. I mean, 
I, I was, I was, I, I didn't understand why he was campaigning. He campaigned more on his Build Back Better uh, campaign than he, than he campaigned for the presidency. And if you compare the two, you can see that he was, he's not qualified. To, he was not the guy. He was not supposed to be president because he can't even sell his own plan. He can't even pass his own plan, even though Democrats have the House and the Senate. It tells you that when 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 Republicans say the election was rigged, there's some validity to it. Because he can't even sell his own plan to his to to to, to his own group. He has to be able to better better uh, sell his 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 plans to, to to the Democrats, and he has to be a stronger leader. Obviously, you know he's he's not connecting, and the ideas he has are not good. They may have been probably uh, good in twenty sixteen, but Trump did such an amazing job what you're presenting is not good enough. It's not, it's not, it's not holding up. Kamala Harris, I mean, people don't like her, but I knew that from the beginning, from the first time she opened her mouth against Brett Kavanaugh, I knew uh, in that instance, like she's a liar. She's not honest. She'll she'll say whatever. She's worse than the, than the traditional politician, you know. And enough people are seeing that now. Biden does have time to change things around, but I mean, it would take a lot, a lot of work. It would take a lot of work for him to actually end his term as a decent president. He's not facing much. There are not people campaigning against him every day. Late night TV is not is not dissing him every night. There are not horrible articles being written him about him every day. There's not attacks on on uh, Twitter from from every single celebrity. None of that is happening. He met with uh, he met with the pontiff. Joe Biden did. He met with Pope Francis. And the highlight from that conversation is he says that the pontiff says he can still continue receiving communion and that he's a good Catholic. Understand, I'm a lifelong Catholic. I'm a cradle Catholic, as they say. And I respect the teachings of the church. Because the teachings of the church, the church was founded by Jesus Christ. Our belief system, Jesus Christ is God, the second in the Trinity. He's the founder of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is the only Christian church that was founded by God. Everyone else was founded by man or woman. And the apostles are successors. The, the, the pontiff and the bishops are, are successors of the apostles. 
I respect the teachings of the church. And the church teachings say that abortion is wrong, gay marriage is wrong, and every Catholic should agree with that. Taking the life of an unborn child is wrong. Men and men and men marrying women and women marrying is wrong. And it definitely should not happen within the Catholic Church. I know folks like to compare the struggles of the gay community to the black community. It's not the same. It will never be the same. The battle for the gay community is rooted in sex solely. Black people, it's, we're, we're fighting as humans. It's not solely sex. Human rights. Civil rights. Not the same. I think Joe Biden, let's pull up the article. <laughs> New York Times wrote about it, of course. And... Conservatives say they don't believe everything Joe Biden said about the meeting. And a lot of conservative bishops are calling on the pontiff to take a stronger stance. I don't, I don't, I've said this before. There's no conservative and liberal Catholic. I mean, those, those are just, you know, silly terms. You're Catholic or you're not. You know, you're Catholic or you're not. I'll go a step further. I, I mean, j just in, in me just sitting down and and praying and, and staying in my faith. Even even terms like black Catholic and, and Asian Catholic or or even Martin Scorsese said I'm a street Catholic. You're Catholic or you're not. There's no need to add to it. There's no need to you're Catholic or you're not. The teachings are, are the same. You either accept all of the teachings or you accept none of them. I think folks that have or try to sugarcoat it. Biden is not a good Catholic. Neither was, was John F. Kennedy, if we want to be frank. John F. Kennedy, with all due respect, was an adulterer. He, was, he wasn't in line with the teachings of, of the church. His mother, Rose, was. His mother was, you know, from what I've read, a, a faithful Catholic. She went through a lot, but she was, she was, she was a devout Catholic. Can't say the same for, for, for Joe Biden. Can't say the same just on how he... he just just based off his family life. There's so many things that are wrong there. I don't I don't understand why the why the Pope would say he's a good Catholic because it's not true. I don't think he he, he I think there's work to be done on his public presentation about his faith. I don't know what what his what his interior life is like. 
but the way he presents himself to the public, it's not, that's not the best example of what a Catholic should be. I would expect him even more if he said he wasn't going to receive communion because of his stance. I think that would be even better. Because to, to do it and know that you're not in communion with the church is a disrespect to God. The teaching itself comes from God. Thou shalt not kill. It's in the Ten Commandments. Man on man, woman on woman is an abomination. That's directly from God. It's in the Old Testament, Exodus and Leviticus. To, 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 to stand for gay marriage to support abortion and then still feel comfortable receiving communion doesn't make you a good Catholic. The honorable thing to do would have been to not receive communion. Doesn't mean you, you stop going to church. You can still, still go to church, but understand that you're not in the proper space to receive communion. That's more honorable. I respect the people that are divorced and go to church but don't receive communion. That's the honorable thing to do. But what he's doing is not. The same for Nancy Pelosi, the same for, for all of the uh, Catholic politicians who support these things that are against God's will. You should not receive communion. You should, you should be strong enough to say, what I'm, what I'm saying, I, I support it, but I know it's wrong in the eyes of God, so I'm not going to receive communion. That would make me respect Joe Biden more. That would make him, I would say, a good Catholic. It's knowing that what you're doing is wrong, what you're supporting is wrong, and you understand that. And I think that's the message that he should send to all Catholics. There's no liberal, there's no, there's no, there's no conservative. You're Catholic or you're not. You're Christian or, or you're not. And that's that. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. Former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice has been in the news lately after an appearance on The View. She appeared on The View and she was asked about critical race theory. And she said what, what a lot of people have been saying, what a lot of conservatives have been saying about critical race theory, which is, I don't want white kids to feel bad about being white. I don't want white kids to feel bad for being white. Conservatives are opposed to it. And black conservatives are completely in line with it. Torre wrote an article for the Griot and blasted Condoleezza Rice. 
and said she was a soldier for white supremacy. Torre speaking out against against Condoleezza Rice is, is, is not surprising. What's, what's surprising is I support critical race theory. And I'll tell you why. I mentioned this earlier. You know, my, my views on uh, voting and, and um, critical race theory are, are not in line. Meaning my views for, for, for voting my support of voter IDs will please conservatives. My my views for critical race theory will 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 please liberals. I support critical race theory, and I'll give you my reason. And this is a personal experience. The point that a lot of conservatives have been making is it 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 forces white people to hate themselves white children to hate themselves. Now, these conservatives would have to put their their selves in the shoes of black children that are educated in, in these public schools. And imagine what they go through. Imagine being in school all day and not feel feel like you belong there. There's nothing that you connect with. That you don't you don't you don't leave school feeling inspired. You just know you got to do homework and you got to pass it and, and you got to get to the next grade. But you don't leave school inspired. School is supposed to inspire you. I'm sure. When, when parents say, I don't want my, my kids hating themselves, I don't teach them to hate people, the, their children come home with a different feeling. They learned about Christopher Columbus, they feel empowered. Christopher Columbus is Italian, he discovered America. George Washington, he's the first president, the first president was white. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn about this and and then I'm going to watch the Goldbergs on, on ABC. I'm going to watch Modern Family. I'm going to feel good about myself. That was, that's the experience of white folks, I would believe. It's not the same. When I went to school, I was inspired once. I felt excited about school once. I mean, truly inspired, like I felt connected. And that's when I learned about the Native Americans. I felt connected to the Native Americans. I did not connect it to learning about George Washington. I did not connect to learning about Christopher Columbus. I, I didn't feel anything. But when I learned about the Native Americans, I felt inspired. I wasn't one of those those students. I was I didn't have the white experience in school. And I felt more empowered 
outside of school, going to the library and learning about Benjamin Banneker, learning about Frederick Douglass, learning about Dessalines. But what do all these people have in common? They had to overcome white folks. They Celine had to overcome white folks. Banneker, as as innovative, as talented as he was, his legacy, he still ha- his legacy had to overcome white folks. Frederick Douglass, the same. That's what I connected with. The Native Americans, the same. Their battle was with white folks. Those, I learned about the Native Americans in the fourth grade. And I remember that day and I, I felt so connected when I, when I, when I received the, the quiz on, on, the, on the teaching. I aced it. I was confident. I knew what I knew. I knew I wasn't wrong. I, I knew I had all the correct answers and I got it right. White kids don't understand that. They don't go through that. There were there are methods in place that empower white folks and disempower black folks. It's not only in terms of history, but in math in science i didn't i didn't feel connected to to learning about going into space until i got to college when i asked myself are there black astronauts i had to learn that on my own i didn't learn it in school that's how i felt empowered White kids don't have that experience. It, it, it was, it was in hindsight, when I look at it, it was always them versus me. And when I say white, it's not always Caucasian, but it's also that white skin tone. You know, I, I was in a community where it was predominantly Hispanic and black, but the Hispanics who were, who had more European ancestry, you know, were often more favored. And everything came to them so easily. I only felt it when I I was doing the work myself. If white kids don't, if white parents don't want their kids learning about critical race theory, here's what you do. If you feel, excuse me, if you don't want white kids hating themselves, take them to the library. Give them, help, make them find books to read and they can do some extra work at home because that's what I did. If I had not done that work, I would have had a a large amount of self-hatred. I would have disliked myself because I never felt empowered in the classroom. You know, I see it so often that a lot of the black kids that are 
like in in in, in, in academia have to have a talent you know oh he's a good basketball player he can tell jokes he makes me laugh oh he can fight you have to be something a little extraordinary for 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 uh black kids to to be empowered in school that's my experience while the intellect and, and, and those that are, you know, doing so well, the ones that are connecting to, to the subject matter a bit more, usually lean towards having European ancestry. Something about that, just they, they connect to, to, to the teachings more. There's an underlying factor There's something there, and it has to be taught. As I got older, you know, I often said that I don't believe in white privilege. And the reason why I said that is because, because I, I continue to say that is because I've done so much work throughout my life to, to better myself that I don't believe any white folk, any white person is better than me at anything. But that's me. That's me. That's not, I don't say that for every black person. Because there are, there are those who are oppressed. There are those who went to school and did not do any studies outside of, outside of the classroom. There were those who did not, did, did not do certain researches that I did. They did not learn about their culture. They did not learn about their ancestors. They did not, do, they did not ask those questions in, the, in their household to better understand themselves. So they grew up feeling that, you know, white folks were had power. White folks were smart at everything than them. And their only talents were, were in sports. That's the truth. And they end up hating themselves. I I agree with I don't I don't believe Condoleezza Rice is a soldier for white supremacy. Condoleezza Rice, Clarence Thomas did what I did. They did work. You know, they worked on themselves and they didn't allow anyone to, 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 to be better than them. Not only within their community, but the folks outside of their community, outside of their race and ethnicity. They wanted to be the ultimate best. And that's why they have those views. But that doesn't apply to everyone, which is why critical race theory should be within the classrooms because white kids need to understand that, that in your history and because of, of your complexion, there are opportunities, there are things that are more beneficial to, for you than others. And you have to be conscious of that. And when you're conscious of that, you can better express yourselves to other people. You can, your mind opens up a bit more and you have that compassion, that love, that understanding of other people. That it needs to be taught for people to understand that. 
I support it. And if the parents don't like it, take your kids to the library. Get get the get the Nintendo, get the Sega Genesis, get the Xbox and Nintendo 64. Get all that stuff out of their hands after school and put a book in their hand. When they're on that on 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 their iPad instead of playing whatever new game is out, have them read a book. Instead of them playing Fortnite over and over, have them read a book. Have them watch something educational. White folks have to be in a position where they have to balance their history and black history. That's true equality. I have to learn, I have to know George Washington and George Washington Carver. Right? I have to know Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. But it's not the same for, for, for white kids. And it should be. You know, children in the classroom should have should leave that space with a with an understanding when it comes when they're learning history, with an understanding of a lot of communities. You have to know about the Mexicans, have to know about the Hispanics, you have to know about the Asians. I just started teaching myself about Asian history recently because Asians were being slapped up in New York. But I had to do that work. And I, of course, I had to do even more work because I, I've experienced discrimination from, from, from the Asian community. So I had to forgive and then learn about them. But they got to do the same as well. That's that's real education. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. As we wrap up, I just want to uh, recap some of the things we talked about. Joe Biden is extremely unpopular. He is not the best president. But I could have told you that. I could have told you that before the election. You know, a lot of a lot of people have lost credibility. And I encourage liberals, Democrats, to never forget. Don't forget what, what the folks like Al Sharpton were telling you. Don't don't forget what Angela Rise were telling you. Don't forget what the Tamika Mallory's were telling you. Don't forget what the Don Lemons were telling you, the Puffy Combs, the 50 Cents. Don't forget. A lot of black folks refer to uh, people like me as Uncle Tom's because of my political views when they were absolutely wrong. I was voting based off what I saw to be not only good for me as a black man, but beneficial for the country. And they weren't thinking like that. You know, a lot of black liberals are thinking from the sense of they're fighting against white supremacy, so they support uh, gay marriage, they support gay rights, and, they, and, and every other community they support, even though ultimately those communities receive more support from Democrats than their own. Asians will quickly get support from Democrats than, than the black community. But you got black folks saying, if you're black and you support um, Trump, you're not black, you're an Uncle Tom and such. You got to hold those people accountable. They, they've all lost credibility because they misled a lot of people. 
as we have a, a new presence, so so is there uh, more crime on the streets. And when you when you see the news stories, when you see the reports, when you see the videos posted online, we see who's behind most of those shootings and those attacks. They're not working. You know, there 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 are no opportunities for them. They're frustrated. Hold them accountable. So Joe Biden is not popular. He met with the pontiff. I, and I, I'll say it again. He, what would make Joe Biden good Catholic is him not receiving communion and understanding that he's living against what God has ordered. And he should be strong enough to say, I'm not receiving communion because of that. I, I still go to church. I still pray. I, I'm still working on my interior life, but I'm not receiving communion because I know I'm not in communion with God's word and the church's teachings. That's what would make him a good Catholic. Voter ID, uh, I think I support voter ID and, and I think more people should be educated on the voting process because when, when, you, when you sign people up to vote, when you push them to vote and they're not educated on, on a process or what they're actually doing or how their vote matters, you end up with a Joe Biden as president. And, and you have all these voters that, that have shot themselves in the foot. Opportunities lost. You know, people that were saving up to get a new car, they got the new car, now their gas is high. Folks that were starting new businesses, now now there's a supply shortage. How are they going to maintain that small business? They, they just got it up and running. Now they got to worry about the supply shortage. They got to worry about the delay. You got to worry about these mandates. Now I'm a small business. I'm in this community. The community doesn't really want to be vaccinated, but in order for me to stay open and not be fined, I have to ask them to show their 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 uh pass their their vaccine cards to to come in. If they don't come in, I lose money. I lose customers. I I lose support of the community. You see what I'm saying? This is all coming from that from this one one administration. And the folks that supported him or were encouraged to support him are now seeing the consequences of that. Voter ID, now when you got to work for it, you have this voter ID, you have this card. It's not voter suppression, but you're working, you're working for it and you're seeing the value of it. You're seeing the importance of having, having this voter ID. You're seeing the, the importance of participating in the election process. You see how, how people speak about the, 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 the presidential election, but the mayoral in New York at the time of this recording is happening, and it has, it has very low turnout. People are not participating. It, it says a lot. It says what it says. I support voter IDs, and, and I think that should be, it should be implemented all over. Critical race theory, which I wrapped up on, I support critical race theory. Children in classrooms need to understand, uh, white, especially white kids, need to understand how certain things are, are aligned in their favor. And if, if they end up feeling a bit bad about themselves, it, it becomes the responsibility of the parents, like my mother did for me, take them to the library, get some programming for them that teach, teaches them, you know, that uplifts them. I didn't feel connected to, to the things that I was learning in the class that I was learning in the classroom. So I got books on, on you know important black people. 
When I was playing basketball, I learned about Shaq. When I wanted to learn about black history, I learned about Desalene, Benjamin Banneker, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, Rosemary Parks. But I went and got those books. Malcolm X, it led me to, to, to studying black history in college. It led me to having uh, memberships at the Schomburg and, and going to these places. You know, it showed me the value of education. But I never, I never hated myself because I knew that there was something missing from the classroom and I did something about it. Well, white kids got to get in that, in that space as well. It can't be easy. It wasn't easy for me. For so long, you know, uh, students with, with, you know, European blood or European ancestry, things just come a bit easy for them in the classroom because everything that they're learning, it just, it just resonates more with them. It's not the same for, for, for black and Hispanic students. So when you see them not really doing well, it's not that they're, that they're uh, uh, lacking. It's that they're not really connecting to, to the subject matter. It's not reaching them. And that needs to change. So I do support critical race theory and what, what comes with it all that's behind it. And I, and I hope that uh, folks can better understand it conservatives specifically so that's that i thank you guys for listening if you have any comments on what i spoke about feel free to contact me jeff at jdnewsusa.com that's jeff at jdnewsusa.com for business i launched i launched my my media company this year officially so if you would like me to document any events that you have shoot anything for you document your if you have a podcast you'd like me to film it or do some editing for you Contact me, info at jdmediausa.com. That is info at jdmediausa.com, and we will get to work. And um, follow me on all social media platforms at Jeff Hefe Delise. My website, Jeff Hefe Delise, has all of my my links, my, all of my social media platforms. You can reach out and connect to me. Thank you for listening. God bless you. God bless your family. God bless your community. Next time.